The Canadian Federation of Agriculture presented during last week's FPT Agriculture Ministers Meeting in Guelph, Ontario. I caught up with CFA President Mary Robinson. CFA, uh, we had four uh, four members of our board presenting. So we had um, Keith Curry from Ontario, our first VP, and Todd Lewis from APAS, who's our acting second VP, Marcel Grolo from UPA in Quebec, and uh, myself. So the four of us presented. And we also were, uh, so we had a 20-minute presentation and following hours, there were four groups uh, that were offered five minutes to speak. And those four groups were uh, the Canadian Cattlemen's Association, the Canadian Pork Council, Grain Growers of Canada, and then the Canola Council of Canada and the Canadian Canola Growers Association. It's a mouthful. But those are the four who joined us in our presentation. Yeah, I guess talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the points that CFA uh, brought up and um, the response. Yeah, so I think our presentation could probably be um, summed up into four main points. We talked about investing in climate solutions and measuring the triple bottom line and optimizing ag's contributions and maximizing access to incentives and credits. So really uh, what we heard were a lot of our comments echoed by the four other groups. So at the conclusion of our, our presentations and, and the roundtable discussion, it was, uh, it was a pretty powerful uh, point to make that uh, in the room at that point in time, more or less every farmer in Canada had a voice in that room uh, to see those four groups and the Canadian Federation of Agriculture coming together and really being in sync, uh, I think, is a, a very powerful message to our government. Now, following the meeting, uh, we saw the release of uh, what they call the Guelph Statement, um, like some of the priorities that they'll, uh, that'll be focused on. Um, just talk about that statement and, and some things that um, were in there. Right. So we know that they agreed on five priority areas for the next policy framework. And those, those five areas people have probably seen, but it's, you know, what you would expect, climate change and environment, science, research and innovation, market development and trade, and building sector capacity and growth, and finally, resilience and, and public trust. So in, in there, you know, um, great to see the explicit link made between the sector's continued competitiveness and the sustainability of agriculture and agri-food. Uh, we, we always are concerned in these times that we, we might come close to throwing the baby out with the bathwater, if you may. So pretty important for us to see uh, this recognition that uh, sustainability and competitiveness have to go hand in hand. And as we work towards that, uh, that new agreement uh, for 2023, I guess, talk a little bit about, you know, what needs to be done between now and then. Oh, well, um, some of the most important points in answering that question, I think, is collaboration. Uh, we know we have a new Minister of Environment, Minister Guilbeault, uh, and uh, the point was made very clearly, and it was actually brought to the table by provincial ministers and how within some provinces uh, the agriculture folks and the environment folks work very close together and conversation ensued that that's what we really need to see uh, at the at the national level, at the FPT level as well. And in there, you know, when you consider uh, agriculture used to be more or less looked after by agriculture, but now so many of the challenges and opportunities we face, face are 
Um, they, they cover so many departments and agencies. When we look at developing our food policy, you know, there were over 17 departments and agencies involved in those initial discussions. So uh, having that sense of collaboration, making sure that the Department of Agriculture, Minister Bebo and her team are reaching out across the cabinet table to build relationships and represent us as an agent, farmers and, and agri-food in general. Uh, they should be our agent at the table, always trying to broker the best uh, conditions and opportunities for agriculture to thrive. So moving forward, we need to see that collaboration where farmers are brought to the table. So when we have discussions in particular about climate change and, and emission reductions and all of the ensuing points. It's so vitally important that farmers are at the table so that the decisions are grounded in science, that they're as practical as possible, that they're scalable, and that we can all <laughs> work together to make it happen because I think that um, there are very few people who would uh, not uh, agree that climate change has to be a priority. Uh, I think in Canada, we have a lot to be proud of as far as our agri-food sector goes, in particular production. We are one of the, the lowest carbon-emitting carbon uh, food production. You know, there's a really neat measurement that expresses that, and, and Canada does a great job on that. It doesn't mean we can't do more. Um, and I think in doing more, there are opportunities for us to have some reward that will hopefully drive more innovation, more adoption of technology. So if we're able to, you know, really jump onto that bandwagon of, uh, of uh, carbon, a carbon unit uh, um, trading system where we're able to generate units and, uh, and sell them on, uh, on the world market even, um, that's pretty exciting to think that we could have another stream of revenue to help do more within our farms because already we're doing so much. It'd be nice to start to get paid for some of that and incentivize to do more. That was Mary Robinson, President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.